the truth, praying for our youth, heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith.
Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to Declaring Victory. This is Minister E.K. Good morning, E.K. It's Susie. It's Susie. Good morning, good morning. God morning, great morning. Hallelujah. Stock it to you. How you doing? I'm hanging in here. How about Come on, you? hang on. Hang on by the grace of God. Yes, very much so. Yeah. Yes, you yes, yes. Can you keep me in your prayers, please? Absolutely. This is Cynthia Jones, a.k.a. Sunshine from Sacramento, California. Yes, Sunshine. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Yeah. Hey, this is Minister E.K. Welcome to Declaring Victory. Anybody else join the line? We'd love if you check in and say good morning. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, great morning. Good morning, well, Sister Lisa. God bless everyone on the call. Happy Friday. Have a great day. Hey, hey. Hey, hey, yeah. Good to hear your voice as well. Hey, hey. That's how you start the day. Yeah. Good morning. Anybody else? Welcome to Declaring Victory. Good morning. This is Ms. Devonek. Good morning, everyone. Joining for the Good first morning. time. Good morning. Good morning. And we are so welcome. We are excited. Uh, what did they say? Elephant glad. <laughs> happy this morning. Yes. Yeah. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Good morning, it's Diane. Good morning, Diane. Good to hear you. Good to hear you, too. Good morning, it's Simone. Good morning, Simone. Glad you're here. Uh, welcome to Favorite Friday. It's also our men's day. Good morning. Hey, good morning. This is JR. Happy Friday. JR, my man. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Glad to hear your voice. Anybody else? This is the day that the Lord has made, and we should be glad. And rejoicing in it. Where are my glad people at? Hallelujah. I will bless the Lord at all times, and his praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make her boast unto the Lord, and the humble will there is of and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. 
and let us exalt his name together. Welcome to Declaring Victory. This is Minister E.K., and we are excited about having you here. Good morning, God morning, great morning. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Who else joined the call? Good morning. This is Mary. Mary. Welcome, welcome. Yes. Good to hear your voice. Welcome Thank to the victory this morning. Yes. Thank you. God bless you. Yes. I will bless thee, O Lord. I will bless thee, O Lord, with the heart of thanksgiving. I will bless thee, O Lord. Welcome to Declaring Victory as Minister E.K. Uh, and we welcome you this morning. Anybody else join our call? Good morning. Good morning. Brother. It's Dee. I just wanted to let you, my family know my aunt's surgery went well. She's had two major surgeries in 24, 48 hours, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. and success. So thank you for your prayers for Auntie Chloe. Love y'all. Happy Friday. Happy Friday to you as well. Love you. Yes, 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 yes. Love you, love you, love you much. Come on, holler at a brother. Good morning, God morning, great morning. I know you're out there. Give us a welcome this morning, my DZ family. Good morning, my brother. Reverend E.K. I'm sorry. Can I add a prayer request? I just It just came to my mind when she said something. My okay. grandbaby is having her tonsils out on Monday, and I'm just praying for her. I know God is going to take care of her, but I'm just praying for her, and I'm praying for her mom because her nerves is just, like, bad. But <laughs> she'll trust God, and she'll get to the point to know who he is, so she will fret not. Yeah. So her yeah. name is Amina. The, my grandmother is Amina. Amina, A-M-I-N-A. And her mom name is K-A-Y-L-A. Absolutely. Thank you. You are very, very welcome. And they may not even know it, but they got a whole family ready to cover them in prayer, and it's going to be all right. Hallelujah. Anyone else before we get started? It's our time to get started. Good morning. This is Latoya. Happy Friday, everybody. Good morning. Good morning, God morning, great morning. Good morning. Yes. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Yes. Welcome to Declaring Victory. Yes, favorite Friday. Good to hear your voice. All right, well, it is time to get started. Uh, and before we move forward, we're going to ask you to place your phone or you put your line on mute so that we can go ahead and proceed. Uh-huh. So we can go ahead and proceed. I am Minister E.K. Dawson, and uh, and I am your host this morning. I want to thank you for joining Declaring Victory. And we are a prayer call that meets on Monday through Friday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 at Central Standard Time, and 9 Eastern Standard Time. And that's to edify, to empower, to encourage, uh, and to equip you in your walk with Christ. Uh, be sure that you stay tuned this month uh, where the monthly theme, <clears throat> excuse me, the monthly theme is self-control and discipline. Our theme is self-control and discipline. And this month 
Each declare will focus on how yielding uh, the fruit of self-control will empower you to live a disciplined, uh, uh, how to live a disciplined God-ordained life and how to live a disciplined God-ordained life. Uh, make sure that you are invited uh, or that you invite friends so they can be blessed as well. Um, there is one announcement. There is no Friday Night Live tonight, and stay tuned for the share uh, with Mrs. Dee Dee Felder. That's the one and only Mrs. Dee Dee Felder. Um, prayer request from the uh, app. Uh, I believe it is none. Yeah, none. And you can always uh, put your, your prayer request on the app uh, in advance, in advance. Um, the order of the call of uh, prayer and corporate praise is brought by our very own uh, Brother Marcus. And uh, the declaration will be brought by Devonia. Uh, and then again, prayer and corporate praise will be brought by our very own Brother Marcus. And the declare uh, will be brought by Devonia. Uh, then we'll go right into closing comments posted by the declarer. Uh, and the scripture for today is Proverbs 13 and 1. A wise child accepts a parent's discipline. A mocker refuses to listen to correction. May the Lord add a blessing to the reader here and doer of his holy word. And we know the word of the Lord is blessed. Hallelujah. Uh, at this time, we're going to ask you to put your phones on mute until instructed to come off. Right? So everybody go ahead and put your phones on mute, check, check, and double check. Uh, and now I pass the call to our prayer warrior, uh, our friend and our brother, Brother Marcus. Amen. Amen. Good morning. Praise God. We are so grateful for to be alive and to be uh, in the presence of the Lord this morning. Let's walk together into the presence of the Lord. Let's take our time and take this moment uh, to release ourselves from anything that may be hindering us from moving towards God. Uh, there is nothing like being in his presence. Uh, getting in his presence every day will prepare you to make sure that you're present for what he wants to do for you. Amen. And so let's let's walk together. Father, we come to you now, first of all, to just say thank you. Thank you for allowing us to wake up, to breathe the air. Thank you, God. Thank you for allowing us uh, to be able to have activity of our limbs. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord, uh, for our minds intact. Thank you, God, for being able to even speak words. Thank you, God, uh, for blessing us with the ability to just be able to think clearly. And Lord, we thank you no matter what state we're in, no matter what situation, what, no matter what uh, issues that we're having, challenges we're facing, triumphs we're having, good or bad, we thank you and we praise you and we glorify you. Lord, help us not to take advantage of the fact that living is you loving us. Thank you, God. Thank you for life. Thank you for health. Thank you for strength. That's where we start, God. We bless you. We honor you. And we, we, we adore you just for life, health, and strength. 
We bless you, O God, for this call and this opportunity to come together with our brothers and sisters uh, and and those who are just joining for the first time. Uh, Thank you, God, for us blessing us with the ability and the opportunity to come together and to unite with people that have like minds, that just want to seek your face and want to hear from you, hear from your, your mouth. Oh, God, speak to us like never before. Even now, before the declarer even begins to speak, speak to our hearts, speak to our spirits, speak in our minds, God. Lord, speak a word even now. Speak in our situations, oh, God. Show us something in our in our face, in our eyes, as we go through our day today that will point us back to you, that will help us to keep our minds stayed on you. For we know, as the Bible says, that that those who keep their minds stayed on you will be in perfect peace. God, and we thank you and we welcome that perfect peace today. We we accept your perfect peace today. We're going to make a concerted effort to keep our minds focused on you, God. You are the source of our strength. You are the strength of our life. And so we give everything, we give all of our attention and our concentration, our focus on you so that you can help us do what we need to do throughout our day, throughout our lives. We honor you. We bless you. God, I pray and lift up all of our brothers and sisters that may be experiencing some difficulties in their lives physically, emotionally, socially, financially, uh, spiritually, I pray, God, that you would bless them in a holistic kind of way. God, that you would just let them see your your blessings and feel your presence and, and know that your spirit is with them in every area. God, thank you, God, that you are a holistic God, that you don't just bless us in church, but God, you bless us in character that you don't just bless us on the stage, but God, you bless us as we walk through the stages of our own lives. And so, Lord, we ask for your approval upon our walk through this day. We ask for your um, guidance, God, for your shining light on this road as we travel, as we walk through this day, as we go to work, as we go to our appointments, as we go to uh, our doctor's appointments, as we go to meet with counselors and go spend time with our families and our loved ones, as we go on vacation, as we do all the things that we have doing, let us not forget, God, that you have orchestrated it all. And so we honor you and bless you. We give you the glory even now, God. We lift our hands. We lift our our hearts to you, uh, God. We give you all of us, God, not just part of us, but all of us, Lord, so that you may have your way in our lives. God, if there's a plan that we put in place that we probably shouldn't go, God, direct us and lead us a, a different kind of way. Show us which direction to go which people to talk to and which, one, which ones we should just refrain from speaking. Show us when to be quiet. Show us, God, when to speak and, and, and how to uh, protect our capacity and protect our peace and protect our joy, to protect uh, that which you've given us, God. The joy of the Lord is our strength. And so, Lord, we accept that joy even now. We receive your joy. Have your way. Oh, thank you. Have your way with us even now, oh God. Lord, we uh, come against the enemy on every hand that comes to rebuke, that comes to try and 
hinder us, that comes to try to slow us down. He comes to suppress us and try to just slow us down and turn us around and make us go ways that, that you didn't even intend for us to go. God, we turn our eyes and our attention back to the hills from which comes our help. Our help comes from you. And so we'll look up, God, when, we, when there's something going on in our day, we'll look up. When there's people that are just talking crazy, we'll look up. God, when we're feeling down, we'll continue to look up. When situations come about, we'll continue to look up. Lord, help us to not be shocked and surprised when things happen. But, Lord, help us to know and understand that you are still in control and that you still handle and, and, and you're taking care of it all. And so, Lord, we bless you. We honor you. We thank you. God, even when trials come, we still thank you. Even when situations happen, we still thank you. Even when we're going through, we still thank you. When the tears fall, we still thank you. We honor you. We bless you because you're in the midst of it. God, you said you'd never leave us nor forsake us. Help us to remind ourselves that you'll never leave us and you'll never forsake us. And in fact, you'll be there when the problems are their biggest. God, help us to remember that even when problems are there, God, you're still our savior. You're still our redeemer. You're still our, 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 our battle axe. You're still, you, you have made us more than conquerors. And that even in this biggest trial, even in this most most daunting of situations, God, we know that because you are with us, we will be all right. And we give it to you now. We give you the glory. We thank you for the strength. We thank you for your word. We thank you for not just uh, leaving us, but, but giving us something that can carry us on when we don't hear your voice, when we don't sense your presence. Help us God, to lean into your word and remember that you're always there with us. We bless you, God. We honor you, God. God, no matter what state we're in, no matter what condition uh, we are in, God, we just thank you and honor you for all that you bless us with. God, I lift up and pray for all of our singles. God, in the name of Jesus, I pray that you'll bless all singles right now. Give them strength. Give them peace. Give them comfort. Give them what they need to, to be inspired and to not veer from the path that you intended. God, I pray now a special prayer for all of the married couples right now. Bless them in a special way. Bind them together even more, oh God. Unite them like that. Give them a refresh and newness in their relationship. Let them feel your spirit. Revive them and bring them where they need to be. God, I pray for every graduate that is crossing that stage, whether it be a, a young child, or middle schooler, high schooler, college, uh, certificated, whatever it may be, I thank you, God, for them being motivated and inspired enough to walk that path and to continue on that journey. But Lord, those who are contemplating going into school and continuing their education, we pray that you will motivate them and give them what they need to get on that path and go through it and to make it even when it seems the hardest. Because we know, oh Lord, that at the end of the journey, when it's right close to the end, 
things get their hardest a lot of times. And so, Lord, I pray that you would strengthen that person that's right at the edge, that's right at the end of victory. Give them the strength they need to not give up, to not let it go, to not let their guard down, but to remember that they can still finish strong at the end. And we thank you for it. Lord, such is life. Help us to remember that the same thing that's happening with our school, uh, those that are in school, the same things happen with us in life. Help us to continue on our journey and to not quit and to not give up. God, send somebody in our direction that can encourage us, inspire us, and keep us motivated. Give us just the word we need. Give us just the, the encouragement we need, and we'll bless you and we'll honor you for it. We, in fact, we honor you now in the name of Jesus. Lord, uh, we pray for all of our spiritual leaders, our pastors, um, elders, pa um, uh, apostles, bishops, all those who are in leadership, pastoral, and spiritual positions, I pray that you will bless them now. God, we pray that you would convict them, convict their hearts. Uh, uh, we pray that you would arrest their attention and bring them closer to you, God, that they can walk worthy before you and that they can be the best of examples for your people. We thank you for it even now. We praise you, God. So, Lord, we want to take this moment with every prayer that we prayed and every prayer that we're going to pray for the next few minutes, God, that you would honor those prayers, that you would be in our, be with us, God, as we lift up praise unto you. And so we take our phones off mute to give you the glory, to give you the honor, to give yes, you I the do. praise. We thank take our God. phones thank off you mute too. to glorify you, to lift you up, to make your name great. And so, Lord, we take our phones off you and worship you. I'm going to 
We glorify your name. We thank you for your presence. We thank you for your power, and we thank you for your peace. Have your way on this call. Uh, we thank you for every person that participated. Bless the declarer as they come, and we thank you for all of it in Jesus' name. Amen. And I'm going to pass the call to Sister Dion in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Well, good morning, God morning, great morning, and uh, happy Friday to each and every one of you. I know this is a different Friday. Normally it's Men's Day, but um, Holy Spirit impressed upon me to discuss something that required a really amazing, amazing woman, um, a great sister, uh, friend, and I wanted to properly introduce her before I bring her to you. Her name is Devona McMillan. We call her Coach D. Um, She has traveled here and abroad, is often called upon and pulled upon. Um, because of her level of expertise with regard to a topic that in the church we just don't talk about. And how many of you know that having practical life application tools, skills, um, teachers, instructors, trainers um, that have the ability to walk you out of old systems, old processes, Um, old ideas, old identity into the truth of who God originally intended us to be. The word says, beloved, above all, I would that you would prosper and be in good health, even as your soul prosper. Now, we'll talk about infidelity. We'll talk about immorality. We'll talk about uh, perversion and being overly sexualized. But listen, can I tell y'all something? Sometimes we need to talk about the stuff uh, that nobody wants to tackle. And this morning, I want to give you a heads up real quick. You're going to be uncomfortable. Some of you all may even be a little annoyed. Some of you may hang up. Truth is, last month was deliverance. Some of you all still need deliverance because in many cases, it's a spirit. Um, In other cases, it's literally just a decision. Um, And we have to make life decisions that cause us to thrive, because how many of you know that if your body is out of operation, you will never do kingdom exploits? I'm going to give you a couple of, couple of scriptures, because Devona is not here for that. She's here to give you some practical tools and life application um, processes to help you um, to have that, what we call kaleidoscope moment in your thought process, where your desire to live overcomes the appetite that you've cultivated. And yes, I'm talking about, number one, the spirit of gluttony. 
Um, but more importantly, we're still talking about self-control and discipline. And so my prayer this morning is that God would do something molecularly in your system, in your structure. I pray, Holy Spirit, that every single word that falls from her mouth gives us a mind to shift in our thinking concerning how we live. I thank you in advance that no one under the sound of my voice will die by fork. I thank you, Father God, that we'll be wise in how we eat and how we care for this temple that your word says, present our bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable, which is our reasonable service. I'm going to give you this one scripture, Titus 1 and 12. One of Crete's own prophets has said, um, Cretans always are always, uh, listen, listen, this is harsh, are always uh, untruth tellers, evil, brutes, lazy, and gluttonous. Wait, let me give you another one. Ephesians, I mean, Ezekiel 16 and 49. Now this in uh, was the sin of your sister, sister in Sodom. She and her daughters were arrogant, overfed, and unconcerned. They did not help the poor or the needy. Wait, let me give you another one. Philippians 3 and 19, their destiny is destruction. Their God is their stomach, and their glory is in their shame, their mind set on earthly things. I'm going to give you one more, and then I'm going to give it to Devona. 1 Corinthians 10 and 7. Don't be idolaters, as some of them were. As it is written, the people sat down to eat and drink and got up to indulge in rivalry. Amen. All right. There are a plethora of other scriptures. If you know you struggle with your appetite and you know you require some self-control and some discipline as it relates to your physical well-being, and I'm not just talking about just overeating. Like, you know, sometimes it's not just overeating. Sometimes it's the worry and the cares of this world. But I guarantee you that by the time we hang up, this amazing, beautiful human being <laughs> is going to impart some wisdom. I'm going to make sure you guys have access to her information. She is a licensed nutritionist as well as um, a, a, I'm going to say, world-renowned fitness trainer and health coach. And so with no further ado, I present to some and introduce to others my dear friend, Coach D. Coach D, it's on you, God. Uh-oh, she might be muted, Rochelle. Hold on. Let me see if I can see. Um, hold on, hold on, y'all. I know she there. I don't know nothing else. Uh, what's the phone now? Hold on one second, you guys. I'm yep, you got me. Can you hear me? Hello? Uh-oh, yes, yep, we can I'm- hear you. I can hear you, Dee. Go ahead. You can, you can hear me? Yes, ma'am. 
Okay. Good morning, everyone, and and thank you for that introduction, Dion. Thank you for having me here on this panel. Whenever I, I hear you speak about me and, and kind of give a little bit of my background, I think I'm still in awe about how God is using me and how my life has taken the turn to be in this space. Um, so thank you for that. I'm humbled um, and, and definitely appreciate your friendship and for giving me the opportunity to speak to you and, and to your community. So good morning, everyone. As, as Dion has mentioned, my name is Devona McClinton. But I think in this space, I'm known as Coach D. Everyone, I think that's kind of my, my new name. Um, people refer to me as Coach D more than they say my full name of, of Devona. So um, as Dion mentioned, I am a, a personal trainer and um, a holistic nutritionist. Um, and that came by way just about maybe 10 years ago. Um, I am someone who never prioritized, at least between my teenage and, and, and early into my mid-30s, uh, prioritize and, and put most, you know, intention or, or focus on what I ate or who I surrounded myself by or the narrative that I told myself over time. Um, I just felt like, oh, because I looked a certain way, then I was well, I was healthy. Um, because my family did this or my family did that, then this is what I'm supposed to do. Um, I lived the majority of my life, um, or at least my, my career has been in corporate America. Um, I have an IT background by education and just by profession. Um, but it wasn't until, I would say, my early 40s um, did I decide to pivot and look at life differently. Um, I come from... I grew up in, in, in Church of God in Christ. Uh, it was in my blood, in my days, everything about my family. Um, we served the Lord, and everything was, was, was uh, focused on living a, a life for the kingdom. Uh, my grandfather was a Pentecostal pastor. Uh, his wife, my grandmother, these are my maternal grandparents, um, uh, my grandmother, she was one of, of 12, and all of the, her siblings, her male siblings, and even her sisters, they, uh, and her parents, they were uh, uh, bred in Church of God in Christ, and all of my uncles are either a pastor or ministers. And so I tell you this because, and this is where I'm starting, because you'll hear as I kind of give you a little bit of my backstory, it'll tie into where I'm going and even how I landed into this space. Um, and so with that being said, in terms of my background being just in church every Sunday, throughout the week, all day on Sunday, um, there had come a point in my life where I said that, hmm, I don't know if this church thing is quite working out for me. I don't know if, if God really hears me. If God, because if he did, if he knew my family and all that we sacrifice and we give and we praise and we honor why would he let our family go through so much? I'm talking in terms of, of loss and death, either by disease or by something traumatic or take our minds and we have some kind of a, a mental illness that we're not able to really function in a way where we are thriving, but where we are, are surviving and then succumbing to death, right? And so if there's really a God in all that we praise, why would he allow my family to suffer as much as he did. So I called myself child 
saying, I'm going to do life on my own. Um, I have experienced so much death, um, in, in, uh, uh, say, from the age of 17 um, through 40. Like every year, there's someone that's close to me that's in my family um, that I lost, either by disease, like I said, or by substance abuse, or just by mental illness, right? And so still, that wasn't enough for me to fit, to turn inward and look at my own life and patterns that I was living, habits that I had formed, beliefs that I had formed, and that I had adopted. I became a single mother um, at the age of 22. Um, and so from there, my, my life focus was to survive and keep the lights on and take care of my daughter and to um, ensure that because her father had passed that she wouldn't feel like a third party in my home. So I vowed that it would just be me and her. I wouldn't allow another man into my life um, until she was of age to um, uh, to care for herself and not feel like, again, that she was an outsider in my home. And so through all of that, through all of those beliefs, through me saying I'm going to do life by myself, um, I, was, I, didn't, I wasn't in tune to what I was inflicting upon myself, how I was living my life, the things that I was eating, the people who I, who I was surrounding myself with, the things that I was listening to and allowed to feed my spirit, the music choices the things that I watched on TV, right? And it wasn't until um, I'm at a funeral and, you know, my nephew, he's about six years old and he wants to play with Auntie D's phone, so I'm giving him my phone and he's taking pictures of everyone and playing games and all, all the like. And it wasn't until maybe the day after I had picked up my phone and, and looked through my photos and to see what pictures nephew had taken with moments that he had captured he had captured from the day of the funeral uh, from my uncle. Um, and there was one picture in there that stood out the most to me, and that was a picture of myself. Um, I remember along the way, even months leading up to that, uh, I heard, I remember my mother say, baby, what size you wear? And I used to say, well, excuse me, what you mean? I'm size, size sexy. What you talking about? Not paying attention to where she was being so gentle with me of trying to be and not, not really call out that there was a significant weight gain uh, that I wasn't in tune with because I had emotionally checked out and, for myself. Um, and so I dismissed it. And I just remember um, that I needed to the funeral, I needed to have a dress to wear and I couldn't fit anything that was in my closet. And mom said, oh, I have a, you know, I have a dress for you. And I'm thinking to myself, now, I know I can't fit. You know, mom was a little bit uh, larger in size than me. And I just was thinking to myself, I can't fit your dress. But lo and behold, mom pulled out a very nice black dress that still had tags on it that she had never worn. And I took it and I put it on. And baby, it fit. It fit like a glove almost. So I wore that dress. It was a black dress. And they always say black makes you look slimmer. Um, and so fast forward, when I'm looking at these pictures in my phone and the picture that stood out was this photo of me. And as soon as I started, I began to weep and cry because I was unrecognizable. I mean, I knew it was me, but I didn't recognize the person that was in that photo. 
How did I how did I get here? How did I go through life for decades kind of um in a fog or unconscious, um, just kind of moving on autopilot, surviving, if you will. Um, and that was the call to me that something needed to shift, something needed to change. There was something that was going on that I didn't like what I saw in that picture, that I kind of woke up and snapped out of it. But still, it was for vanity. It was for vanity reasons that I didn't like the weight. Still not in tune to how I even got there in the first place. So I found myself a trainer, uh, and I remember walking in, and I'm like, hey, you know, I'm here. I need to lose weight. Now, I've never been a person who uh, have been physically active when I was in high school and whatnot. I wasn't on the basketball team. I wasn't on the volleyball team. I didn't care. Now, maybe I went to the gym to see my friends play, but that just wasn't me. And even into my adult life, if I've ever went to the gym to work out, it was because a friend dragged me, never that I've gone on my own. But this moment, when I saw that picture, I immediately said, okay, I got to do something about it because I don't like the weight. Vanity. And I'm still saying, okay, God, uh, well, not even acknowledge that there is God and that he's always present and that he never forsakes or turns his back on me. I didn't, wasn't thinking about that. So I find a trainer, right? And I go in and I say, hey, I need to lose weight. I need to lose it quickly. But what's your goal? I don't know. I just need to get this weight off of me. And so fast forward, I'm I'm training. I'm about 10 months in. I maybe lost two or three pounds, maybe five, but then I might gain it right back. There were even moments when I drove up to the gym and said, oh, I don't want to be here, and I left. Didn't even go in, right? And I remember this one moment. um, The coach had me on a treadmill doing treadmill sprints. And I'm like 10 months into my training program, and I see everyone else that's in the gym that probably started with me or maybe came in a little bit before me. There's been some physical transformation. But with me, not so much. So I'm on this treadmill, and I'm, and I'm doing my exercise. I'm doing it because he told me to do it, not really because I wanted to, or not even because I believe that I deserve to be there, that I believe that I, that I deserve to be in a healthy state, mind, body, and spirit. So I'm just going through the motion. And something said, like, I'm on this treadmill. Close your eyes. So when I closed my eyes, I heard God speak to me ever so clearly. This is something that I'll never forget, and this is my testimony on how even he drew me back and says, this is bigger than you. This is not just about you in this moment. There are people who need you. There are people who need healing. So let your testimony be your walk, be your mission, be your passion. And he gave me some visuals that amazingly blew my mind that came to pass exactly how I saw it as I'm standing there on the treadmill or running on the treadmill. And mind you, I was only doing a 30-second a sprint. So in that quick 30 seconds, was there a paradigm shift in me mentally? where he told me that I deserved what I deserved, that I was worthy of being healthy and fit, mind, body, and spirit, that my mission and that his call on my life was bigger than me and bigger than this weight that I came into the gym to lose. I said, oh, God, you funny. You said you're going to meet me right where I am. And so from that moment, that was a pivotal shift for me to not only 
get my own house in order, meaning my temple, but to serve him for eternity and to help as many people, especially women who probably have a similar history as me or women who feel like, or just people who feel like, oh, well, my mama had this and my daddy had this, so I'm going to have it. Oh, high blood pressure runs in my family, so that's why I got high blood pressure. Oh, diabetes. So this is why, this is just what it is. My mom had it, so I know I'm going to have it. No, the devil is alive. Yes, we are products of our family by genetics, right? But what runs in our family is tradition. How we learn to prepare our meals, how we learn to to deal with stress, how we learn to relate to one another, our belief systems. That's what we adopted from our families. And so while we carry our family genetics, we are not destined to have any disease. The way that we respond to certain stimulus is the same way that maybe your parents responded to it because that's your genetics. But when we choose to do something different from our life, then you break the curse of having disease. Disease, most of them, directly tied to our lifestyle, directly tied to decisions that we make, how we choose to eat, who we choose to surround ourselves by, the baggage that we continue to carry, our inability to forgive, holding on to resentment. Those may be things that we adopted from our parents. There may be things that have happened to us that were traumatic and we had to go into a, a guarded or protective mode once a point, a time in our life. You shifted, you pivoted, you did things to survive. But maybe today those things don't serve you. Maybe they don't serve us. And when we think about our wellness, we have to consider the whole person. We have to consider who we're around. What are we allowing to feed our spirit? There is life and death in what's on our fork. High blood pressure, diabetes, which are so common, especially in the African-American community. Lifestyle. Some cancers directly tied to our inability to forgive, grieve properly, to let go of resentment. Majority of diseases in our body start from inflammation. How do we get inflammation in our body? What we choose to eat. Every thought that we have Either we're speaking it out loud or we're thinking it in our brain as we're driving home or whenever we're in our, in our, uh, by ourselves in a quiet moment. Every single thought that we have triggers a chemical reaction in our body. So a lot of the diseases that we have, this may not be a popular belief, it may not be something that we want to accept, are self-inflicted 
by what we believe, by the foods that we choose to eat, our lack of activity, right? And so my goal, my mission is to educate folks just on simple things that we can do that cost us nothing. And I'm going to, at the end of this, I'm going to give everyone a list of 10 things that we can do right now today that uh, cost nothing. That we can get in the driver's seat of our lives, of our, of our, of our wellness, right? And I'm, I'm not a doctor. I'm not here to say that forget your doctor, throw away those prescriptions. But I'm here to challenge you to get to the core and to the root of that thing that even began or triggered the, the reason why you might need a prescription, right? And so, like I said, even for my own weight gain, one, one thing that I want to say is that weight gain is not a cause. Weight gain is a symptom. Weight gain is a symptom of some deficiency, maybe a deficiency in your belief system. Maybe a deficiency in your nutrition. Maybe a deficiency in your physical movement. But weight gain is never a cause. It's always a symptom. If a doctor says that we are pre-diabetic, you might as well go ahead and treat yourself as if you are diabetic because no one becomes a diabetic overnight. You don't just wake up today and now you're a diabetic. You become a diabetic because there are consistent increases in your insulin over time, chronic increases in your insulin. And so if you are pre-diabetic, in my mind, you're already a diabetic. Diabetes is 100% lifestyle, and it's 100% reversible. How do we get diabetes? A lot of it is contributing to the food that we eat. We are so over-indated and overexposed to fast foods, foods that are in boxes that, are, that have a long shelf life, that are high in sodium, that are highly processed, that stripped from the, the uh, macronutrients. And when I say a macronutrient, I mean a protein, a fat, and a carbohydrate, a whole food, right? Lack of movement, stressing, worrying, those are all things that contribute to spikes and chronic increases in insulin. And oftentimes, diabetes go hand in hand with heart disease. I wish I could see your faces because I would ask you to raise your hand. How many of us know someone that has diabetes? How many of us know someone that has, that has heart disease or hypertension? How many of us know someone who has had cancer, either survived it or not? And I'm sure everyone in this room on this call who hears my voice will be able to raise their hand. If it's not you, you know someone who is connected to one of those diseases. And so in my practice, I started out um, by saying that, okay, I'm going to be a fitness coach because I want to coach women, women who 
our, our mothers, uh, women who are uh, maybe single moms or, or women who have, somewhat, have somehow lost their way um, because they're, they're prioritizing taking care of everyone else besides themselves. That's the person who I want. That's the person who I want to help because our past doesn't need to dictate our future. Things that we adopt, systems and beliefs that we adopt from our family does not have to dictate our future if we don't choose. And so that was my mission. And then I quickly realized that it's so easy to come into the gym for one hour uh, of the day, one hour out of 24. The challenging part are the other 23 hours that you got to go back into your toxic environment in your home. Maybe your, your house is chaotic. I remember um, when I was in the program with Dion, and she was like, uh-uh, sis, go clean out your closet. And that was so uncomfortable for me because when we're surrounded by chaos, when we're looking all around and stuff is all disorganized in your house, that directly impacts your mental. Relationships that we have with, with people that we know, holding on to toxic relationships that we know no longer serve us, but we are some, for some reason afraid to let go of. Right? You're dealing with that outside of the gym. Going to a job every day that's stressful, that um, you don't like, but it's just a paycheck and you're not fulfilled. Those are the things that you're dealing with one, 23 hours of the day. So coming to the gym, working out, going through the motion like I was going through for 10 months, that's the easy part. But how are you managing yourself the other 23 hours? Right? And so when I realized that you can't just bring in a person and put them on some strict diet and expect them to lose weight in the first six weeks and call it success, but are you teaching them how to be healers for themselves? Are you educating them on how to, how to um, feed their bodies? Are you teaching them? Are you providing them with the resources on how to ensure that their ecosystem, meaning their home life, their relationship life, their professional life keeps them in a state of thriving and not surviving and not stressed. And that's when I realized that nutrition is, is pivotal. That's the hard part. The relationships that we develop with food, some of us use food for comfort. Some of us use food to cope, to get by. We're not using it for fuel. We're not using it for, for to live. We're not using it to feed our bodies, to feed our organs. We're using it for comfort. We're using it for entertainment. The, the number one purpose of our bodies, they want to thrive. They need to be in an environment that's balanced. God is so wonderful. Every organ that he put in our body, we need it. Some of them may be secondary organs. I heard someone say that their grandbaby, that they're getting their tonsils removed. That's a secondary organ that we can live without. Kidney, secondary, secondary organ that we can live without. Thyroid, secondary organ that we can live without. There's going to have to be some kind of supplementation for the things that we take out of our bodies. A heart, we can't live without our heart. Our lungs, we can't live without our lungs. Our liver, right? We can't live without. 
And so when we are malnourished, you might eat every day, but you could be malnourished because you're not feeding yourself with the, with the daily nutrients that you need to survive, that your body needs to thrive. And so what happens is when you become malnourished, your body begins to rob Peter to pay Paul, rob those secondary organs to keep those primary organs and muscles alive because without them, we won't survive. And so that's why nutrition has to be at the top of our list. I know I love a Chick-fil-A, right, because it's quick, it's easy. You can drive through and get it. But look at the nutritional value. When we think about McDonald's, you eat those French fries. I think growing up, I had so many French fries. I think I even fed my baby so many Happy Meals. But you can, and I know you all have heard this, a French fry from McDonald's, you can drop it in your car or on the side of your stove. Ten years later, you come back, that, that French fry is still intact in a recognizable form. How can that be healthy for us? Everything that God gave us to survive and to thrive grows from the ground when it comes to nutrition. Everything. He gives us herbs to help heal us. He gives us proteins. He gives us fats. He gives us carbohydrates. Those are the macronutrients. Those are the core things that we need that must be present in our food every day. That's what we call a whole food. When we see foods that are no fat, or we drink sodas, or sometimes I have clients that, that pump their chest and say, yeah, I drank a soda, coach. But it was zero. It was zero calories and it was zero sugar. I said, "Well, did it taste sweet? Did it taste good? Yeah." I said, "Well, how can something that has zero sugars be sweet? What's in that thing that's making it sweet if it has zero sugar?" And they and they look at me like they see a deer in the headlight. I don't know. Well, if you don't know what's making it sweet, it's got to be some kind of a toxic chemical, wouldn't you think? It's got to be something that's man-made, wouldn't you think? Darn, I didn't think of it that way. If you're eating a food that says zero calories, then what's in it? Because every whole food has a calorie, sir, ma'am. So if you're eating something that says zero calories, what are you eating? Are you eating real, real food? Or are you eating food that is highly processed, stripped of all of its macronutrients, and just a chemical? So while we eat every day, you are probably still malnourished because you're not allowing yourself your proper serving of proteins, fats, carbohydrates. You're not allowing yourself to get in your daily dose of vitamins and minerals. So we're already coming from a place of being depleted and deficient. And then on top of that, we got to load on top of it layers of stress. Oh, you don't like your husband. You don't like your friend circle. You don't like your job. You're a single parent. You're worrying about your kids. How are you going to succeed in a state of emptiness? How does that happen? How can you? I have clients that come in and say, oh, I, I, I need to lose this 15 or 20 or, or 30 or 30 pounds 
And I say to them, okay, but before we even do that, let's talk about your environment. We, I can't dismiss your environment. I, I got to recognize what, you, what you're going home to. I had a client that I trained for over 18 months. She was, she was thin, um, but physically we couldn't get her stomach. She wanted her stomach flat. She kept, all she was focused on is a six-pack, a six-pack, a six-pack. No matter, no matter how I changed her diet, no matter how hard she worked out, maybe that stomach wouldn't go anywhere. Additionally, she had a lot of acne on her face. And I would always try to talk to her and figure out and get into it and understand what was her home life like. I knew she was married. She didn't have any children. But she wasn't really open to letting me in or, or, or giving me an insight into what was going on. So she trained with me, and then she left, and then she would come back. She would come and go. And then the last time when she came, she decided to, she opened up and told me that she was going through a divorce. So we would talk about it. We would, you know, through our training sessions and whatnot, and, and she, uh, we began to talk, and, and she would begin to take some of my recommendations, and, and, and it wasn't until she decided to forgive and to let go of the resentment that she harbored because she felt so betrayed by her husband and used and she felt like she had been mentally abused and she blamed it on him and all of these things. And one day I said to her, where's your accountability in this? Why did you accept these things that you knew didn't serve you? Like you can't blame him for everything. When do you learn to forgive yourself for even being in this situation, right? And so when she accepted that, it's amazing how quickly she shared the weight physically. And that was an indicator to me that she had let go and shared the weight emotionally and spiritually. The things that we carry, the worries, the resentment, the fears, the anger that we carry every single day from past people who've hurt us, who betrayed us, who abandoned us, things that we are not willing to let go of is a direct reflect, reflection on how we, some of us look physically. I have another client who was a victim of a rape. After, after the incident, she gained a whole lot of weight. And some years later, she landed in my studio and she wanted to lose weight. I didn't know how she got there or why the weight was present. I guess through my ministry and building a relationship with her and talking to her and becoming a friend and a partner with her in her journey, did we get to the root of it, that that weight was her security blanket. She didn't want to be attracted to men. Because if she appeared to be attracted to men, then she felt unsafe. So what was her beliefs tied to? She speak out of her mouth what her goal is. Was that really her belief system at the core? No. Her core belief was the more unattractive she is, the safer she becomes. And so it's never just about your weight loss. It's always going to be tied to your belief system, systems that you developed along the way to survive. That you, that, that you developed to protect yourself, conditions that you adopted from your family, being in your comfort zone so that you are not having to become uncomfortable and do the work 
to be healthy. And I'm going to tell you a real quick story to kind of even uh, hopefully that you can relate to. And I might not, I might not tell it um, exactly, but this is something that I picked up, a story that I heard along the way to kind of give you an idea on how we adopt traditions and belief systems that don't even serve us today in our current life. And so it goes like this. There was a, a, a woman, she had a husband and a family, and she was a, um, a, a housewife, and so she cooked and cleaned and took care of the children and took care of her husband day in, day out. Well, mom had this special dish that she cooked that the family loved, right? And it was a baked ham. She only cooked it maybe twice a year, but it was a treat that everyone looked forward to um, every yearly. Um, mom would get the, uh, dad would bring the ham home, the biggest ham he could find. Uh, mom would season it to perfection. And right before she put it in the oven, uh, she would slice half of it, throw half of it away, and put the other half in the oven to cook. And once it was prepared, she put it on the table, and everyone gathered around in excitement, and they ate that ham. And it was perfect, just as they remembered it from the years before, and they enjoyed it, and they praised mom for this wonderful ham and her wonderful cooking. Fast forward a few years, mom's daughter becomes of age. She wants to get in the kitchen. She wants to learn how to cook this ham because she one day is going to have her family, and she wants to be able to provide this same food and have her family enjoy it and love it as much as she did. But she watched mom religiously. She 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 uh, wrote down every step of the way. And then when she got her husband and her family, she took that and she cooked the ham perfectly the same way, and her family loved it the same way that she remembers loving it as a child. And then daughter has her own daughter. And again, her daughter loved this ham. And she said, Mom, I want to be able to provide this for my family the same way as you, so can I come into the kitchen and learn how to cook this? Of course. Come on in. Come on in. Let me show you the same way my mom showed me. So the daughter is excited. She writes it down every step of the way. And then she gives her family. She can't wait to cook this ham for her family. So she cooks the ham, takes the, all the same steps, season it to perfection. Right before she puts it in the oven, she slices off half and she throws the other half away. And she puts the one half in the oven and she serves it to her family. And her family loves it. And so she does this for years. And then one year she said, she calls her mom and she says, Mom, like I've been cooking this ham and everyone loves it, but I have a question. She says, yes, daughter. She says, why am I throwing away half of the ham? And the mother goes, hmm, I don't know, because that's just how mom did it. But thankfully, grandma was still alive. So let's call her and ask her why she's throwing away half of the ham. So they call grandma, like, grandma, like we've been doing this for years and we love it. Nothing is changing. Why are you throwing away half of the ham? Grandma said, oh, because our stove was too small. We couldn't, we couldn't fit the whole ham in the oven. And they were looking, they were like, oh, my God. And they laughed and, um, and, 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 and in a sigh of relief, and was like they couldn't believe that no one had ever thought to even ask the question. So what worked for Grandma is what worked for her at the time. There was no need for mom to throw away half the ham because she had a stove that was large enough 
to cook the ham and surely the same for the granddaughter. So why am I even mentioning this? Again, because traditions, beliefs, things that we adopt from our family on how to cope, how to deal with stress, how to eat, maybe things that work for our family because that's all they had at a point in their time. But it doesn't serve you today. And so I challenge you to get in the driver's seat of your life. Take inventory over the narrative that you tell to yourself, even when no one is paying attention when you're alone. Take inventory on the foods that you eat and how lazy you are probably being when it comes to your health and wellness. Take inventory over the friends and the relationships that you're keeping. Friends who don't want you to really change because when you change, it means that it's probably a, a, re, a reflection or a mirror on what they aren't doing. And so if you stay in the comfort zone, then they can stay in the comfort zone. Taking the prescription from the doctor to ease or to mask a problem, but not to get to the core of why the issue was even there in the first place. I challenge you to get to the core of every area of your life. Be honest with yourself. Is there something that you can do differently when it comes to your food? When you go in the grocery store, do you, do you primarily shop from the inner aisles where all the canned goods and boxed foods and sweets that can last for weeks and the juices and the candies? Is that where you're shopping from? Or are you shopping around the peripherals where they have live food, fruits and vegetables and nuts and seeds? And if you're a meat eater, lean protein, the highest quality of lean protein that you can afford, is that where your, where your priority lies? Or are you a, a get, uh, eat it quick kind of person? Just go get the fast food. Eat out all the time. There is life and death to your fork. Every food, every meal that you choose to eat is tied to life or death. Every decision that we make when it comes to our eating has an impact on where we are today. Where you are currently in this moment right now is a direct reflection of a decision that you made last year, last month, last week, yesterday. And the good thing is we get a choice. We get to choose. Just because it's where you were a year ago, just because that's where you were a month ago, just because that's what mom and dad said, uh, that that's what, what is and what, what, we, what, are, what runs in our family doesn't mean that it's true for you today. And so I know that we're, I'm probably at time beyond, but I want to um, give you guys 10 easy things that don't cost you anything, free that you can begin to incorporate in your life today. The first thing on my list, the most important thing on my list, this is a supplement that will give you energy. This is a supplement that will um, reduce your hunger. This is a supplement that will help you lose fat. This is a supplement that will help you build muscle. This is a supplement that will help you reduce stress, reduce your cortisol, that will put you in a better mood. 
This is a supplement that's free that God gives every one of us. And that's sleep. Take yourself to bed on time. Prioritize getting seven to eight hours of sleep. When we slumber, when we go into a sleep, that's when our body does its detoxification. That's when we heal. And when we're staying up throughout the, the early mornings, the 12, the, the 1, 2, 3, and 4 o'clock in the, in the morning when we're up, we're keeping our cortisol level high. We're not allowing our bodies to heal. We're not allowing our bodies to detox. And so then we are loaded with inflammation. We are loaded with toxins because we're not releasing. Our stress level is high because we're not sleeping. And then there comes the trouble. There comes the problem. So prioritize your sleep. You, can, you know right now if you're a person that's a night owl and you know you're only getting a good, maybe a good solid three to four hours of sleep. And this is nothing that I know that will change overnight. But every day try to get an extra 30 minutes until you build up to get that seven to eight hours. Because it's going to be very hard for you to manage your weight if you're sleep deprived. Number two, hydrate, hydrate, hydrate. Oftentimes we think we are hungry, but you really are just dehydrated. Water is free. Eight, eight ounces of water daily. Eight, eight ounces of water daily. Cups of water. An eight-ounce cup of water, drink that eight times a day. That gives you 64 ounces of water at minimum you should be drinking a day. And especially if you drink coffee, you definitely need to be drinking water, minimum of 64 ounces a day. A little extra boost, add key lines to your water. That's going to help you influence your digestion. Your digestion is what helps break down your food when it gets in your stomach. If your food is digested properly, you're going to benefit from the nutrients that you eat. If you don't have the proper um, digestive system, you're not going to be able to properly break down the, the food in such a way to where your body can consume it and use it as fuel, and then it will sit and rot in your intestines. So stay hydrated. Drink water, a cup of water 30 minutes before you eat. Don't drink liquids while you're eating. Hydrate. Number three, eat whole foods. A whole food, again, is a food that consists of protein, fat, and carbohydrate. Eliminate processed foods. Eliminate those foods that says zero calories and zero sugar. It's processed. It's stripped of all the, the nutrients that you need. Number four, again, I can't emphasize enough reducing that refined sugar. That refined sugar is within your uh, baked goods, your cakes, your cupcakes, your candies, your chips, your snack foods. And one fun fact, even though sugar is legal, it's the most highly legalized addictive drug that there is, sugar. Our bodies process sugar and deal with sugar the same way 
our bodies deal with cocaine. I'm going to say that again. Our bodies process sugar the same way that we process it would process cocaine. It's highly addictive. I have a major sweet tooth. Am I telling you to never, ever have a, a cake or a cookie again? Absolutely not. But I'm telling you all things in moderation. Number five. I've mentioned this before, but this is also going to be key. Prioritize shopping on the peripherals of the grocery store, on the outside. Limit the amount of food that you buy on the inner aisle. Those foods are stripped of nutrients. And if that is all that you've primarily been eating along with fast foods, I guarantee that you are uh, malnourished. Number six, turn off the blue light. What's the blue light, coach? The blue light is, or turn off the blue light two to three hours before bedtime. The blue light is your TV. The blue light is your computer, your tablet, your cell phone. We are in a world of technology. We're surrounded by our, our jobs. Most of us sit in front of a computer. A lot of us sit in front of a computer all day. That's how we generate money, income for ourselves. And I'm not telling you not to use the computer, but I'm saying when work is done, when you've done your eight hours, shut it off. When you know your bedtime is at 10 o'clock, try to shut off the computer and the cell phone and looking on scrolling on social media by eight. Because what it's doing is it's throwing off your something that we call your circadian rhythm. Your circadian rhythm is what tells you when to go to bed and when to wake up. And so if that's thrown off because you're a midnight, you burn the midnight oil and you have this cell phone in your face at 2 and 3 o'clock in the morning, like I've already told you, you are interrupting your body cycle. When you're things that, natural things that are supposed to be happening in your body when you sleep, when you slumber. So try to limit the amount of blue light exposure that you have closer to your bedtime. Get out and walk for 30 minutes, number seven. Walking is so underrated, but is a huge, is hugely beneficial. You don't have to run. Just walking for 30 minutes to one hour, at least three times a week, you will find great benefit. It's therapeutic. It's movement. It improves your circulation. Number eight, slow down. Stop being in a rush all the time. Get your time management together. Then that way, you have time to eat your food properly. You don't have to eat in a rush. You don't have to take your food on the go and eat in the car as you're trying to get to work or get to and from your next appointment, swallowing it so fast, eating more than you actually need because you inhale the food so fast before your, before, your brain, before your brain even gets the signal that you're full. How many of us have stuffed food down our mouth and eaten so fast and then all of a sudden we are uncomfortable and so full and bloated because we ate too much? If you slow down and chew your food and try to at least give yourself 20 to 30 chews, I know it sounds ridiculous, but the slower you eat, the less you eat because the fuller you get. When you eat so fast, you're not even giving yourself chance to um, time for your food to go into your belly and for your belly to send a signal to your brain that you're full. 
slow down. Chew your food. Sit down and eat in a peaceful environment. If your job gives you 30 minutes to a one-hour lunch break, take it. Take the time to properly eat. Don't bring the food back to your desk and eat it while you're in a meeting and while you um, are doing some work. Carve out time for yourself. Schedule time in for yourself. Number nine, and this is a big one, take inventory over your beliefs. Your beliefs inform your behaviors. Your, in, your behaviors inform your habits. So you can go to the gym like I did and say, set a goal for yourself to lose 10, 15, 20, 30 pounds. But do you really believe that you deserve to be in a fit body? Do you really believe that you deserve to be well and healthy? Or have you bought into the idea that I'm going to always have diabetes and, and I'm going to have heart disease and I'm always going to be overweight because mom and daddy did, and this is what runs in our family. Take inventory over your belief systems, things that you probably adopted that served someone or maybe even served you at a point in time. Do they serve you today? And the answer, if the answer is no, Get yourself a new system. Challenge yourself to get with a person who can help you discover a new belief system. Number 10, transform your kitchen. Let your kitchen be your pharmacy. Everything that's in your refrigerator and in your cabinet and in your pantry, it speaks life or death. Is your pantry filled with boxed food? Is your pantry filled with sweets? Is your, is your cupboard filled with high-sodium seasonings? Or do you have lots of herbs? Do you have fruits and vegetables? Do you have beans? Do you have nuts and seeds? Do you have water? Do you have a water filter? Let your kitchen be your pharmacy. Don't let your kitchen be your grave. And then the bonus, get in community, stay in community like this prayer call every day. Be with like-minded people who are doing the things that you say you want to do. Don't be afraid to ask for help or say, I don't know, or can you give me a resource? And understand that as you change for the better, as you begin to grow, as you begin to be in an optimal state, mind, body, and spirit, that the people who once were in your community who are still doing the things that you used to do, it's going to be uncomfortable for you because they aren't going to want to see you grow because when you grow again, as I mentioned, it's going to reflect on them things that they are not doing and they may, may not be willing to change. So get comfortable letting go. Get comfortable shedding things that no longer serve you. And find a new way to live and get in community of people who truly want to see you thrive and win. And so I want to leave you with those things, and I hope that um, anything that I shared with you, that it resonated, um, that you found it helpful. Um, there's so much to share. There's so much to learn. Um, Things that are that um, you know you just may not be aware of, just simple small things 
that myself, that I'm willing to share information to educate you. Um, if you would like to get in contact with me, Dion um, can share information with you on how to uh, uh, get in contact with me. I'm happy to share. I don't know, Dion, how you want to do it, but um, if I, I'll, I'm, you know, my phone number, social media, um, any ways uh, that you want to get in contact with me on Instagram. I'm Coach D on Instagram. On Facebook, I'm Devona McClinton. Um, reach out to me on that platform. Um, and those of you who, who want to contact me directly, um, Dion can share with you uh, my personal contact information, my email, uh, my phone number um, of the like. And um, I thank you guys for listening. And again, I hope that um, anything, something, any, if one thing that you heard, that it triggers a call to action for you to take inventory over your life and small things that you can change. Small changes leads to big wins. We celebrate all wins every single day. And even if it's you deciding to drink more water today, that's a huge win. And so um, I pray that you get in the driver's seat of your wellness and that you choose to get in the core of that thing, whatever that thing is that has been holding you back and keeping you from being in the optimal space in which you truly, what you say you desire, and that you build belief systems and put systems in place that will help you reach your goal. Thank you guys for listening. Dion, I turn it back over to you. That was phenomenal. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Um, thank you, Coach D, for um, your wisdom. Thank you for um, the very candid shares. But more importantly, thank you um, for being 100% honest and leaving um, everyone who is listening with 10 practical ways and or methods to begin to make modifications in their day-to-day -day living. Um, thank you also for bringing into view um, the concept of traditionalism and how that sometimes it impacts us for generations. Um, you know, in the real religious settings, we hear generational curses and mm -hmm. uh, of that nature, which I, I totally get. And I've heard that story about the pan, only it was the ends of the roast. And uh, Mama said it was because the pan was too small. <laughs> uh, okay, I know there's variations. <laughs> uh, there are variations, but it, is, it mm -hmm. still rings very true to this mm -hmm. day. Um, and so I'm excited for all that we're able to hear. This is the time that we have set aside for those that may have joined the call a little bit late. You didn't get a chance to say good morning. Please don't hesitate to say good morning. I'm going to do um, the men a solid as always. If there are any men that would like to say good morning before we let the ladies loose, please feel free to do so now. Any men that want to say good morning? And I know we're waiting for Juanita. Hey, Juanita, you are not a man. It, look, you are oh. not a man. It was turn yet. Oh, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> you too, Juice. <laughs> really? I know. It was, it was great information. Any fellas, fellas want to say good morning? Hey, man, I know folks are at work, and we ran a little bit late this morning. Uh, any new callers, any people that are first-time callers, you've never joined the line before you want to say good morning? 
Amen. All right, that being said, we'll let our regulars jump in and say good morning, and then we'll walk right into, as a matter of fact, let's walk right into Love, Life, and Victory. Just because the hour is late, um, I don't want to hold Devona up, and um, I want to give you guys an opportunity to ask questions um, while we have her time this morning. Anybody have any questions? Comments? So, Swanita, I'll let you finish because you were going to make a comment, but I shut you down. I shut it down. Hey, I'm sorry. It's so silly early in the morning. <laughs> Anybody? Any- no, I, <laughs> go ahead, I, I really, Oh, go ahead. Are you saying let me make a comment? I know I am anxious. Yeah, I'm you sorry. can. This, this you is can. really good. Really good. Um, All over me. I mean, everything about it, I know that I need it. So I just want to thank her for um, the information this morning and stepping all over my toes and things. I just love, but um, I definitely enjoyed it and I definitely um, taken heed to the information. So thank you. Amen. Have a good day. Amen. Good morning. Hi, my name is Anna. Good morning. Hey, Anna. Good morning. Go ahead, babe. Good morning. Good morning. I- Finally, I thank you so much, first of all, for posting information about the nutrition session this morning. I've been into that lately because um, I'm a sick person. I have been diagnosed with type 2 diabetes for many years. I reversed it, and I fell back on it, and it just one of those things is. One of the things that you've mentioned through the whole process is that diabetes is not something that just happens overnight. Mm-hmm. And you're, you're right. And going back, I'm going, what did I do? I remember because I love chocolate. Who doesn't mm-hmm. love chocolate? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I used to eat boxes of chocolate mixed with potato, bags of potato chips. Mm. And then um, it just so happens I wasn't feeling well. My hair was falling, went to my doctor, there's nothing wrong with you, went to the uh, OBGYN, you know, for your, your stuff, and I mentioned it to her, and she said, let me do a test. I think mm-hmm. I know what's wrong, but I want to confirm mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. I had, I was pre-diabetic. Mm-hmm. And that's what happened. But mm-hmm. I didn't know what caused it. I just thought it was because my grandmother had it and she passed away at the age of 69 from that. My mom was diagnosed with that. But my mom always cooked healthy. That's just what I don't understand. She mm-hmm. always cooked healthy. We always ate whole foods, no prepackaged, mm-hmm. because we grew mm-hmm. up in a country that, that wasn't available to us. You go mm-hmm. to the market on Wednesday or Saturday, buy the food, and cook it. Mm-hmm. And that's what I grew up with. And that's what we mm-hmm. do at home. Mm-hmm. But it, it just happened. And I've been listening a lot more lately that diabetes is not something that just happens overnight. But it's something that you did before. Mm-hmm. And now I'm at this stage where I'm under medication. Medication isn't working. They've already mm-hmm. switched me to several of them. Mm-hmm. And it, it isn't working. I've changed my diet. I eat anything, anything, and I'm serious. Anything that's bread or whatever, my sugar goes up and I feel sick mm-hmm. the whole day. The following day, it's, it's like if I, I drank alcohol, and I don't drink mm-hmm. alcohol. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know what else to do. I'm, right now I'm injecting Ozempic. And on Ozempic it says stay away from any high C uh, vitamin C's. So let, let's Why? do this. I have no idea. Yeah, let's give her my contact. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's put you in touch with Ms. Devona. I, if I don't tell you anything else, proven results, yeah. um, I, I can make sure you get in touch with her so we can get your health under control. It, it, she will help tremendously, I, I assure you. Thank you for sharing, for being that transparent. Um, but I, I'm, I'm sure that she'll be able to give you some tools and resources and even um, a, a personalized program and or regimen um, mm-hmm. that will help you to regulate your, your sugar and get you off of all those medications. One of the things I want to say to you before um, we, we have the next person speak, stop saying you are a sick person. Change your language. You change your life. Everything God created is perfect, well, and healed. You say, I have a diagnosis, not I am sick or I am, yeah, you got to change that vernacular. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for pointing very, that out. Appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. Very, Thank very you. good. Yeah. Amen. Any Thank Anybody you. else? Questions? Comment? Commentary? Anybody else? Good morning. Question. Question. Okay. I got two people. Somebody said question and somebody said good morning. Who is that and who is that? Cynthia said question. Okay, Cynthia. Who is And Shell. Okay, so go and and can we be mindful, just because I don't know how long we have Devon for, can we be mindful of our question? Take your time. I'm here. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, so Cynthia, go ahead, then Shell, go after her. Go ahead. Coach D, um, I enjoyed everything you said. But um, one of the things I want to ask um, as a woman, can a woman, because everybody is saying no, can a woman lose their behind? <laughs> can they lose their behind? Yeah. If you don't use it, you lose it. Are you talking about your butt area, your buttocks, your posterior? Yes, is that what you're talking about? Yes. Yeah. Are you, are you asking, do you want to reduce it or do you want to keep it? I'm not sure what you're asking. I want to reduce wants- it. Oh, you can. I get tired of people talking about my behind. It it really frustrates me. And so I was wondering, how can a woman lose her behind? Your your genetic makeup is your genetic. Your physical makeup is your physical makeup. Um, there's there you you can you can um, uh, restructure kind of re. Uh, form your body through uh, weight training, absolutely. Okay. But it comes with it comes with consistency. It comes, you know, it can it can be smaller. It depends on the work that you're willing to put in. Um, but if if a lot of women, some of us, well, not me particularly because I, I just wasn't really blessed in that area. But um, you know, that's that's just your physical makeup. Now you can. You, depending on what you do, you can enhance it, make it bigger, or make it smaller. But if if you are someone that's usually kind of um, dominant in that area, and I'm saying it, it go away completely, but it, it can definitely be, um, you can definitely change the size. All right, thank you. Mm-hmm. Good morning, Devana. I, I want to say welcome, but I I just don't have a soul anymore. You just kind of like snatched it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm. 
I, I, I'm just over here. Like I told Dion, I can't get from under the bed. They, that when you get somebody all the way together, that's where I go. But oh. you said so much that was such a blessing. And was what's so funny is I just called my daughter last night and I asked her, I said, did you give me a root beer? And she was like, yeah, it's in the refrigerator. And I said, and I thought about it. I said, that's a shame that I'm addicted that I can't go to sleep without a root beer. I said, I think I'm going to go to root beers anonymous. I think so. Uh-huh. And then you get on the call this morning and say that. Now, I'm not a cookie guy, all that. But that root beer right there, girl, that is my drug Maybe. choice. That and W, girl, that's my friend. But after today, I don't know. We we might have to not be friends. Well, not right. so, so close, you know, because it's, not it's so a close. It's, you have to put some put some distance into it. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and, and here's one thing I want to say: like, look at how many grams of sugar. Is it now no. one little can of root beer? Yes, I'm this not is what's gonna help you. Uh huh. <laughs> and then what you what you're gonna do is take the teeth, is take a, a bag of sugar and however many grams it says is in that that sugar in in that can of soda. You're gonna take a spoon and you're gonna pour as much sugar they says in that soda. You're gonna pour it into a cup, and then you're gonna physically see how much sugar you're drinking. Uh, when you physically pour that sugar, that same amount of sugar that's in that soda into a glass, and you're going to see how much sugar you're getting in one sitting. When you, and I guarantee you, that's going to help you break up with soda. Yeah, no, that part right there. I'm going to be traumatized if I do that. I'm just going to go through deliverance again. But you said <laughs> so much. you such a blessing this morning. I love Declare Victory because... It, the Holy Spirit makes sure that we live victorious in every area of our life. So you yes. brought it today. I truly appreciate you. I truly appreciate the hope. Appreciate you. the Holy Spirit. But yes, keep doing what you're doing. I'm gonna be calling you. Just don't tell me about the sugar. I, I believe you. I believe. You. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you. Thank you. Good hey, Coach D. Amen. So I had two people. I I know I heard Dee Dee. And who else was that? Was that Krishanda? It is. Go ahead, I go thought. ahead, Songbird. I'm go after you, girl. I'm outside. Oh, thank you. Um, I absolutely loved your share. Um, thank you so much. Um, I could hear so much love in what you poured out. I was looking at my kitchen. I'm, you know, I try to exercise, and but I was like, ooh, I need to go through this pantry. Am I in that those middle aisles, trying mm-hmm. to preserve, thinking what's going on in the world? Let me fill up my pantry. Ooh, we. Um, mm-hmm. But um, yeah, um, really, really um, enjoyed your share. So I will be transforming my um, my kitchen. Um, God bless you. But really, just just really, 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 God bless you. Thank I mean, I you. Can just hear Thank your you. Love. Yeah. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you for that. Coach D, <laughs> how you doing? Yes, ma'am. Woo. So listen here. I probably did your workout a few times, but anyway. I am okay, who am I speaking to? This is Dee Dee. Dee Dee. Dee Dee. Yeah, we, I've, been, I've been in the fitness, working on my fitness all my life because I was born with it. Okay. But you said okay. so much. <laughs> and uh-huh. I'm thankful for you just reminding me because I, I didn't fall off, but with pandemic hit and then I had like six close deaths. So that threw me into a spiral. But I work out. Mm. I do mm-hmm. weight training. Um, because you know, as you get older, you want to be stronger. And you exactly. said something that triggered. I have a cousin that if you saw her, she's little, she's petite, her heart is bad. 
But, you know, mm. you, you can't judge people by, because I'm, I'm curvy and I'm hippie, but I'm in the, when I go to the doctor, they're amazed. I don't have mm-hmm. anything like that. Mm-hmm. I just have the hips. Hey, man, mm-hmm. hey, man, I'm not mad. Husband like Mm-mm. it. But I'm saying mm-hmm. I've had to learn to not, like you said, the accountability part. When you talked about that zero this and the low calorie mm-hmm. that, I had to mm-hmm. laugh because me and my mom got into it. Because she's like, I want this and I want that. I said, Mom, do you know that synthetic stuff that you're putting in? You might as well have the mm-hmm. sugar. But you just exactly. um, confirm some things. And also, like you said, pre-diabetic, pre pre of that, I, I try to encourage people every morning. It doesn't matter what you do, but get up and do something. I get mm-hmm. over 10,000 steps in because I learned that walking is so beneficial, right? Mm-hmm. Not to be mm-hmm. a size two because I don't see that in my future. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't even think I would look right. Mm-hmm. My head would be looking like a, a bobblehead. But just, <laughs> okay. to, just to be healthy because mm-hmm. it's hard. I'm telling you, I'm amazed sometimes when I go to the doctor. Now, I will bypass that scale because that has to be lying. She, she makes me uh-huh. mad. So uh-huh. I don't really like the scale, but I like how my right. clothes fit. And when you're shaped yeah. like you're shaped, you really can't do too much, like you were telling um, uh, Cynthia, to minimize mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. or get a BBL. I'm just playing. I'm not doing surgery and I'm not taking no pills. <laughs> but you lit it up this morning because there oh. are saints that don't know that gluttony is a sin. Okay, mm-hmm. sis. Love you. And I've, been, I've already um, followed you. you on Instagram. Awesome. Thank Hello. you. Thank you. Love to hear it. Hi. Good, Good morning. morning. Good morning. Hello, this is Shirley. Good morning. I love what you said about 9 and 10, about taking inventory about your belief. Your belief is your yes. behavior, and your behavior mm-hmm. informs your habit. That's yes. absolutely true because it took me a while to – now it's more natural. And then you talked about your kitchen is your pharmacy. Mm-hmm. One of the things that I do notice that I started working out with my daughter, our eating habit. And I noticed there's a more successful rate when you have someone to coach you on. So my daughter and I mm-hmm. work out. And, I, mm-hmm. and then I started, I didn't want to work out by myself. And mm-hmm. so I started asking a few of my friends. And then this one lady let me have the center and let me have it for free. So now, mm-hmm. now it's a year. There's a group of women of us working See? together. Come on, community. But mm-hmm. the behavior has to change that every week we encourage one another and we remind each other our body is a temple what are we ingesting into our body but i really love that you said about the kitchen is a pharmacy because Mm -hmm. we do not have chips and cookies in our refrigerator it took a while to substitute one to the other it took a while for our taste buds to change i love Mm -hmm. vegetables I didn't think mm-hmm. I was going to ever eat squash and broccoli and zucchini and carrots. And I mean, I, I would take that in a minute before mm-hmm. I would have anything else on my plate. But I love the, I love what you said for, for number nine about that behavior um, mm-hmm. really, really makes a big difference. So I just wanted yeah. to say that I, I took note on everything that you said. The only thing I, I need to it. work on. And slowing down my eat. Now, even though I eat healthy, but I need to slow it down. Sometimes what we do, we eat half our plate, we'll put it on the table, and then we bring it back to us. And mm-hmm. and that's the way I've been doing it. It's been helping me for that for my stomach to tell me it's, it's full. But I love what you said about don't rush. And I learned mm-hmm. something else today about the sleep. 
about doing that. That's the time that the body is healing and detoxing. Mm-hmm. My daughter detox all the time, but mm-hmm. I I don't do detox the way she does. Mm-hmm. But I didn't realize how important it is during the evening. Uh, the body is revamping itself, uh, mm-hmm. allowing it to, I guess, work its way through parts of the body and. Mm-hmm. You know, thank you very much. So you're inviting me, and the blessing is that I can take these to the women next week to the class. Yes, so thank please you. do, please do, please. That's huge. If you would, yes, very good. Who was that that was just sharing? I know I heard Miss Shirley, who I'll let go right after this. Who was that that was just sharing? That with me. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. I thought there was somebody yeah. else behind you. Okay. Thank you so much. It was me, Dion. It was Topaz. Okay, Topaz, good morning. Good morning. I just wanted to say thank you. Um, Wait, your phone is shift your phone. You muffled. Shift your phone. Oh, sorry. Hold on. Say, um, thank you, um, Dion, and thank you, Coach D, for coming on and um, giving us these um, healthy tips. I just wanted to say I experienced firsthand what sugar can do. Um, I think you guys already know my story. I ended up in DKA and losing my eyesight for about six weeks. So we do mm-hmm. really want to be mindful of what we put in our mouth because mm-hmm. it's our medicine. So I just want right. to thank you for share. Um, and that was it. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Thank you for listening. I appreciate you. Mm-hmm. And man, I, anybody else? Yes. Oh, hi. I, I had to say something. This is Dion. Beauty and um, through hi, through hi. mindset reset. Um, I was able to be introduced to Coach D, and so Dion, I just love how intentional you have been throughout this entire process. Um, and the tips that Coach D has given us today, I have received those firsthand, and they work. And today is the day I'm, I'm glad she was on mm-hmm. because last night is the first night no, I that it. I can remember that You're I welcome. slept for seven and a half hours. Woo! I've been sleep Yay. deprived for oh, years. Yeah. Last night, when That's I woke up, wonderful. I was like, oh, the call. And I'm like, wait a minute, I slept seven and a half hours. <laughs> wow. So thank you for your share. Um, the, the things that you do share, they work. I haven't had tea. In, in forever, I drove to Fresno and I did not buy sunflower seeds. I did uh-huh. not need the seeds in the car because I thought about the things that you told me. Why are you eating yeah. the seeds? Why do you need yeah. that salt? Look at all the fat in that bag. And so when I walked to the in the store, I just got my gas. I was like, no, not this time. So I did that three-hour ride without sunflower seeds. So thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. Yes. You're welcome. I'm glad to be on this journey. I'm honored. Uh, to partner with you and be on this journey with you, Dion, and congratulations on your big win. I'm, I'm excited to check in with you on Monday. Yep. Yes. That was dope. That was dope. So we we have a whole literal um, Coach D client, um, and they've been working together now for several weeks, so I got to eavesdrop on one of their coaching calls um, and, and hear some of the implementation and strategy systems and structure structures that um, Coach D actually puts together to help you navigate through um, your health journey. This is not about weight. This is about health. 
um, you just, the weight is a symptom. Our health and becoming healthy emotionally, spiritually, mentally, financially, physically is based on self-discipline, self-control, making mm-hmm. active decisions to partner um, really with the purposes that God has for our lives in an mm-hmm. effort to be able to carry out the tasks that were assigned to us from eternity and bring them into manifestation in the earth. And we have to do that from a healthy and well place, y'all. Um, I'm excited about everyone that not only were here during this live call, but for the hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of downloads that we get on a weekly basis, I pray that whoever is listening to the replay is getting the same benefit. Um, and, and really, um, I pray that some of you that are serious about getting to a place of, of wellness and wholeness will reach out to her um, to, to start doing the work because, for real, when God wants to change your life, change your systems, change your structure, change your strategies mm-hmm. for living, he sends you a person. The, the truth is we can't do all of this alone. Your community, um, the community that you make an active decision, well, God sends them, but you have to be in agreement. The word says, how can two walk together lest they agree? And so I, I ask coach d to join somebody is making way too much noise in the background can you mute your phone for us um i asked coach d to jump on because i know that she's committed to the process okay i know that she will help you help yourself and that will take a different discipline and you need a different type of accountability she's that because she's going to ask the questions that are necessary to get you to the healthy place that you deserve to live from. We live from victory, not for it. Amen. Anybody else? Questions, comments, commentary? We still have a couple more minutes. Good morning. This is Sister Lisa. I have a question. Um, I, I eat a lot of vinegar on everything. Like when I fry my chicken, I'm actually close. Um, I, I eat vinegar on everything except, you know, like uh, my, you know, hot Cheerios. So I'm asking, and Tabasco sauce. So um, I'm asking, is that healthy for my blood? I was thinking the vinegar. I eat it on my salads. I don't eat salad dressing or ranch, none of that. I put vinegar, regular vinegar, and sometimes wine vinegar. And then yeah. I drink a bottle of water a day. All I drink is you drink one, what? Bottle, one bottle of water, and I drink coffee uh, every morning. Except when, <laughs> well, yeah, I drink it. I don't put sugar in it or milk. Uh, uh, I just drink, you just black, drink, coffee. You just drink black coffee. Yeah, yes. yeah. So you asked a couple of questions. I'm going to talk first about the vinegar. Um, are you using apple cider vinegar or are you just using regular distilled vinegar? Regular vinegar and wine vinegar. Just regular oh. vinegar and wine vinegar. Okay. Oh my um, don't, yeah. Yeah, I would I would probably say um like any too much of anything is not good, right? But vinegar um does have some beneficial um there are some benefits of it. It definitely helps with aiding in good digestion because it feeds your stomach, it gives you, it helps feed the good stomach acid that helps you break down your food. 
Um, I, I don't use regular distilled vinegar a lot. I use more so apple cider vinegar uh, for my salad dressings or regular lemon juice squeezing over my um, salads. Um, you know, you can make your own um, salad dressing, like you're saying, with the vinegar and put in um, a little bit of, um, um, uh, uh, what do you call it? Um, extra virgin olive oil. Um, mix those mm -hmm. two together makes makes a wonderful salad dressing. Um, uh, there are sometimes, um, depending on what phase I am in terms of my own journey, well, I, I will drink um, um, a warm cup of water that has apple cider vinegar in it and some cayenne and, and fresh lemon juice. Um, those things definitely help to kind of trigger and get your digestive system um, kind of going so that you are able to break down your food. Um, I don't, I just, it just sounds like you, you're putting it over your salad. I'm not sure what else. The Tabasco I sauce. Though. Again, I'm putting it over everything I love to eat except my hot cereal. Like, yeah, I, I don't yeah, eat I think potato it's, chips and stuff, but I love that vinegar and that Tabasco sauce. It's like, I okay. mean, you know, I got to kind of slow down on that, I believe. Because I was, I, yeah, the like sodium. The taste. I like the, the taste of it. You like the taste of it. so. better. <laughs> I know it does. So I'm, and a lot of people don't like vinegar. Uh, anything, anything that has, and this is just something for everyone. Anything that tastes bitter is going to be good for your digestion. Um, so vinegar, lemon, lime, um, even the the, the liquid uh, bitters. Um, uh, those are all things that are going to help trigger and keep and and uh, feed your stomach acid, which will then in turn helps with the digestion of your food. Uh, the Tabasco sauce. I would probably limit that just because of the amount of sodium that's in it. Um, okay. I, I'm I'm not opposed to sodium. I'm not opposed to salt because good salt has a lot of the trace minerals that we need every day. The electrolytes. The uh, believe it or not, salt helps us stay hydrated. Um, but I'm not talking about table salt. I'm not talking about seasoned salt. I'm talking about um, uh, like salt. pink Himalayan sea salt. Absolutely, sea salt, pink Himalayan salt. Um, those salts are good. You know, the best quality salts that you can get, season your food with, or even put it in your water. Sprinkle a little bit in your water. Um, that helps with the electrolytes to help you stay hydrated. Um, and then you said, oh, and then you told me that you drink coffee and you hardly, you might, you maybe yeah. drink one cup of water. What else are you drinking? Uh, uh, ginger ale. Okay. Ginger so that's ale, what I'm, that's, ginger ale. Yep, that's sugar. So that's what I'm gonna say. Um, substitute. Wow. Try, try your much. Try your best. Ginger ale was better than soda. Well, it's all soda, but I thought ginger ale was healthier. I know that's our that's our go-to starter kit, especially when we sick. Ginger ale and saltine crackers, right? But no, that's not true. That's a myth. Um, ginger ale is soda. It's it's loaded with sugar. Also, what's loaded with sugar is. Um, what do you call that? Uh, that that drink um, it escapes me. Um, the workout drink or the the uh, power that oh, power Gatorade. 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 Yes, Gatorade loaded with sugar. That's not that's not a good a good drink to hydrate you. Um, so try to try to replace. Start with trying to replace a can of soda with a bottle of water. If you only drink in one bottle of water, try to get to two bottles. Then try to get to three until you get to a point where you're up to drinking at least 64 ounces of water a day. I'm, I'm sure you're dehydrated. Um, sometimes coffee can, can be very dehydrating for us. Um, and so if, if you're not I getting wake in. Up like, 
I go to bed sometime at nine and I get up at four every day. Uh, that's my prayer time. It's the time to spend with the Lord. So uh-huh. I just wake up automatically and I don't go back to sleep until like about nine o'clock th- that night. So mm-hmm. yeah, I probably need okay. to rest more because I'm steady moving around all day doing things and uh, delivering stuff, you know, to the homeless and, you know, uh, just helping who I can help. And so that's why I'm praising God and listening to my gospel in my car and just delivering the toilet trees. But yeah, I need to probably take a a slow down. Slow down and drink more water. You definitely drink more water. Okay, thank you. Thank you for your question. Thank you. Good morning, it's beloved Barb. This was so awesome. I love this topic. Um, I'm an at-home baker, and Mm -hmm. I have a sugar-free cookie. Mm -hmm. And the best that I found is uh, stevia. Now, stevia, the stevia leaf is supposed to be Mm -hmm. natural, from what my research tells me. And that's what Mm -hmm. I personally use Mm -hmm. as a substitute. I'm also mm-hmm. looking into working with dates mm-hmm. uh, to sweeten. Mm-hmm. So, do you have any comments or suggestions on either one of those? All, all good choices. Stevia is from a plant. Um, dates are are is a whole food and it's it's very sweet. Um, I eat dates. I've got some in my refrigerator right now. Um, there's also monk fruit. Um, so, all the 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 two choices that you mentioned um, are good choices. Definitely. Thank definitely, you definitely. So You're the angel in my and the daisy in my day. <laughs> yep. And and then maple I mean uh uh maple sugar or what do they call it? Brown sugar. Brown sugar mm-hmm. is just white sugar that's covered with maple syrup. Right, right, <laughs> I found. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So you guys just so you guys know that it's not a better choice. <laughs> you can make it if you need to, but yeah, it's you not can a, make it if you if you need good. to. That's mm-hmm. right. Thank you so much. Absolutely. No problem. Devona, this is Simone. Hi, this Simone. Hi. This was mm-hmm. an excellent share. Um, oh, thank you. Man. Um, yeah, I, I got I to hit you. I got to hit you. Come on. This excellent. I'm coming. I'm coming. Come on. Come on. Come on. I'm here for you. <laughs> Thank you I'm so much. Good job. Good job. Absolutely. Absolutely. Good morning. This is Jacqueline. Um, and I just wanted to share that I've gone into my pharmacy and I've thrown away some things this morning. I'm getting ready to go for a walk. <laughs> Look at um, that. Come on. My accountability partner, she's on the line, uh, Dee Dee. And I, I mentioned to her when we were talking about some things, I, I've understood the benefit of nutritionists. And it, it's been for me making the switch to commit to it. And so we mm-hmm. were talking about something and I asked her if she considered a nutritionist and she told me about you and I said, well, does she do it virtually? So I'll be, I'll be contacting you. Um, I want to thank you. And then I've made some immediate changes and I just want to share this. I have a daughter who practices in this way, um, holistic, vegan, a number mm-hmm. of things. And so I sent her a message about this call and I said, there's a part about it that I'm able to hear differently because of her delivery, her tone, her relatability. And sweet mm-hmm. Simone, I just heard your voice. So I say that the same thing about you, about finance. And my daughter's response 
I'm glad to hear that. When we find our tribe, when we find our people, the messages resonate on a deeper level for sure. Mm-hmm. So I just want to thank you for your share today. Um, mm-hmm. Dion, I want to thank you for this connection, and I pray that everybody takes advantage of the information and gets into a community that will help you cultivate the seeds that were sown today. So thank you, Coach D. I will be calling you. Amen. Thank you for that. Thank you for that. Amen. And it's it's a real thing. When you find your people, um, the people that just, listen, you you will not settle on my watch. Mm -hmm. You will not settle on my watch. Let me say it one more time for the Holy Ghost. You mm-hmm. will settle on my watch. If settling is your desire, you should probably go away. We are going to thrive. We're going to live from victory around here or we're going to get sick of me. I mean, I don't want to lose another person to diabetes. I don't want to lose, I don't want to see no limbs being lost. No stress, heart attacks, no strokes, no none of that. If I can help it, if I obey the voice of God, we are going to live from wholeness, live to wholeness around here by any and all means necessary because people are waiting on you. People are waiting on you to be living from the best place you can find in Christ. And and can I tell y'all a secret? Our health is part of it. I, I got mm-hmm. my own work to do. I'm not high-siding. Um, I got my own discipline that I need to get back to because it's not that I don't know. Um, you know, but the reality is life happens, guys. You know, mm-hmm. and, and situations occur and, and trauma has been experienced. But when you start to heal um, in your heart, your mind starts to get well. When your mind starts to get well, self-discipline and self-control starts to kick in. And you start making changes to live from victory, Mm -hmm. not for it. No more surviving around here, if I can help Mm -hmm. it. And Mm -hmm. if you guys can and would, I would love it. the the replay will be available. Share it with somebody that you know needs to heal it, that's struggling, that's in and out the hospital, that's had a heart attack, that had a stroke, um, is struggling with managing their weight. Um, and, and again, it's not all just due to eating. That's just, that's a symptom, right? So um, anybody else before we get ready to close out? Anybody else? It's Christian hey, again. Um, you kind of went Chris- to... Uh... Wait, hold on two seconds. Let me get an order. Who Who is that, Krishanda, and who else? This is Mary. And Mary. Okay, go ahead, Krishanda. Yeah, you just touched on something that I was just thinking about that she oh. said earlier. I was driving. I'm trying to focus. But what you said about, um, you gave a story about the young lady you were, um, the one, the, the um, flat stomach, the six-pack. She wanted that mm-hmm. six-pack. Mm-hmm. Ooh, and what you said about bitterness and how, you know, you have to heal and, and, and what you mentioned to her and when she came back and she mm-hmm. was frustrated and she was holding the person um, kind of hostage when she needed to take accountability for herself. I thought that mm-hmm. was a really good share and really helpful. Powerful. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yep. Absolutely. Thank you for that. 
Miss Mary, good go morning. ahead. Oh, good go morning. Ahead. So I I need I definitely I know that God has confirmed some things for me this morning and because I was trying to go to sleep. I was trying to stay awake and I never go to sleep on this call. And I was trying to go to sleep because I know I'm eating too much sweet. So I actually know all this stuff and, and I feel mm-hmm. like God needs some help. So here's mm-hmm. my help. He's such a great God because every time you need something, if you really want it, he'll do it for you. So he did mm-hmm. for me this morning. I don't know how to get in touch with you, but I know I need to. And so I, I so just help me somebody. How to Absolutely. Absolutely. Dion, we'll, we'll connected. Yeah, we'll get you connected. And for those of you that are interested um, in connecting with Devona, if you would send me a message, I'll make sure um, that you are in touch with her. You can um, send me a, a message. All you got to do, period, is Google the Radical Midwife. It's 526 ways to get in touch with me. There is no excuse. If you want to get in touch with Devona, if you're interested. In, um, in partnering with her in getting to a healthy place. Listen, listen, listen. Every person that you run into is a field. Hear me. Every relationship that you encounter is an opportunity to seed with the expectation that growth is coming. Do you hear me? It's a real thing. I got you, nephew. Right, it's a real thing. And what I will I will guarantee you that when you change your health, I can always tell if I'm thrown off. When I start craving sugar, something else is going on with me. Mm-hmm. It's not about the sugar. It's something mm-hmm. emotional, it's something I'm worried about. Now, by the grace of God, I'm so much better with understanding my personal triggers and Devona also helps with that. But if you are tired of being tired of being tired, man, send me a message so we can get you to a healthy place in your physical body because I'm telling you everything else begins to respond. Mm -hmm. Your mindset, your relationships, your sleep patterns, your finances, when you start demonstrating self-control and discipline in what you put in your body, you experience the fruit of by what comes out of your body. We are fields. What we put into our body is what grows. If you're feeding yourself a whole bunch of foolishness, listen, just do a 360 spin around and check your life out. I mm-hmm. guarantee it's full of foolishness. The fruit that comes from your life. How about that? The right. fruit that comes from your life when you are not feeding yourself well is, as my, my niece would say, trash. So true. So true. I'll be in touch because I definitely need need that. I, I need the help. And I, I just know I do some things I can do on my own, but some stuff you just need assistance. You just and need, I need help. And there's nothing the wrong with needing help. Yeah. There's nothing. That, listen, can, can I tell y'all this really quick story, and then we're we're gonna wrap it up. My my niece Nala is just as congenial as the day is long, and when when she was a little bit younger, um, and she couldn't really formulate her sentences or articulate everything that she wanted, 
um, I used to get them like every other weekend. And so Nala and Raymond would have their tablet, right? And so she didn't know how to operate it just, you know, the way uh, the bigger kids do, right? So she would come and she would uh, walk up to me and hand me the tablet and say, Titi, help, help. <laughs> Her gentle, tender help, like, melted my heart. Get this. The Holy Spirit said to me in that moment, all I need you to do is come to me like a little child and ask me for help, and I promise I'll always send it. And so there was a tenderness from her heart to mine that let me know, because, you know, pride, that is, which is a spirit which requires deliverance, pride will make you think that you are weak for asking for help. Pride will keep you from being vulnerable enough to say, listen, I got some old trauma I need to heal, and it's impacting what I ingest. It's impacting what I put in my mouth. But this culture, this atmosphere is created for you to be vulnerable enough to say, I know I'm over here on five medications, and I shouldn't be. I'm mm -hmm. over here. I can't walk up a flight of stairs without needing to stop and rest. It's a real thing, y'all, but there is help. And so today, help is Miss Devona McClinton and uh, McMillan, I'm sorry. And McClinton, I you had it right. Oh, I it right. Look, oh yeah, I'm, I'm mixing you and Chrissy. I assure you that the investment in yourself of time, commitment, self-control, and discipline will yield the type of fruit that will give a response via your life. We will see the difference in your wellness. Amen. Amen. So I'll take maybe one or two questions and then we're going to go. Anybody else have question, comment, commentary for Coach D? Good morning. Good, great morning. Good morning. Hey, Coach D, I just wanted to say hello. Good morning. Your voice hey, is so amazing. Morning. The last thing I heard was, if you're pre-diabetic, you are diabetic, and I was I, I was gone. So I would love to listen to the replay <laughs> being here. Oh, man, soothing voice. <laughs> Love you, sweetie. Take care. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Hi, good morning. Good morning. This is Sister Shar. Help. So everything you said was, you. was just, I don't know, it, it was. You don't need to say thought. it. I feel it. I feel you. Just reach out to me. I got you. And I, I also you. wanted to mm -hmm. um, say that my husband been trying to get a um a IUL. They keep denying him because you said pre diabetic and he's been really working on his weight and everything so um we could um get uh establishing some type of um finances and that's another part like when you hear people say health is wealth, I really uh really never like understood it and, and you know, it was like, oh, health is your wealth. That's your wealth, but really, it is. Does mm -hmm. anyone know about the IUL that you need to be a certain oh, you, weight and and, yeah, and you a need certain a certain <laughs> everything? You know, and mm -hmm. I just think that as a race, as a community, we were set up because they knew something we didn't, and when it was mm -hmm. time for us to know, and you know, we're like 
looking back and didn't know how we got there, got where we are, you know, it's like, I don't, I don't know, but I know help. Thank you. Yep. I would love Great. to talk to you. Um, reach out to me and we can talk in more detail. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Very good. Anybody else? Last question? Yep. I just got in the persistent. <laughs> Coach mm-hmm. D, thank you so much. Um, it was amazing what you said. And um, I know where I am and what I need to do because I'm at the point in my life where I'm the heaviest, but coming out of a toxic relationship that I participated in and mm-hmm. a bunch of other stuff that goes along with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm there's a lot of good things that you said that freebie that I'm doing. Like I've always been a sleeper and I've always mm-hmm. been one that's gotten my rest. I've always been one that's exercised most of my, all of my life. Um, but nonetheless, my question is not so much as for me, it's for my niece who has the opposite. And I wonder if you've ever dealt with someone like this. She is small. She's tiny. She's like a size four. She's not necessarily healthy, though. Mm-hmm. And she needs to gain weight. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And so she has the reverse in her body with lots of health complications that are going along with it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she has yet to find a way to manage um, whatever's going on in her body. Mm-hmm. I don't know if this is something that you're aware of that you've ever dealt with. Like um, she's in cro- constant chronic pain from, I can't mm-hmm. even explain it, what it is. Um, mm-hmm. And doctors have wanted to put something in her body, but they can't because she has no body fat. Mm. Okay. So, um, I don't know. It, it's- yeah, it, it, that can be attributed to a multitude of things. Um, it's, it's case by case. Um, I definitely have, have worked with clients who um, can't hold on to weight. Um, and so it's worth a discussion to explore, um, to see if there's some things that we can do to support her holistically. Okay. So if you yeah. want to get my information from Dion, I would be happy to talk to her and kind of get more details and, and understand um, what's, what's going on with her. Absolutely. Okay. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Sure. Appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And real quick, Shara, um, I'm not sure if you are um, on social media. I am, as I'm getting text messages, I'm actually sending information out. Um, and Mary as well, I'm not sure if you are on social media. Um, Anna, I'm going to send this information to Nick to make sure that you get it. Um, and whoever else, if you send me an inbox, um, I'll, I'll make sure that you get the information. Um, and I'm going to put it on her post, uh, except for her phone number. I'll put her social media handles on my post. If you need her contact number um, and or email address, please shoot me an inbox. I've created a little message to be able to respond to make sure you have her contact information. Um, and that's, that's that. All right. Um, so, again, um, Coach D, thank you for this morning. Um, thank you for your wisdom. Thank you for your commitment to teaching people how to live um, from a healthy place. 
and and giving them and equipping them with the, the actual tools to make sure that that's done successfully. I'm excited about the results that will transpire as a result of this conversation. I thank God for um, the Holy Spirit and the leading thereof. I thank God, Devona, for your yes this morning because I know that you are extremely busy, but nevertheless, <laughs> I know that God's plan is always greater and higher than ours, and he makes all things well and happen. And so, again, I'm excited, um, and, and Devona and I actually, she'll notice, will probably be putting something together to be able to, to roll out to the masses in such a way that we can for real live healthy because our wealth is our health it's a real thing it's a real real thing and um like i said i'm not dying not by fork that's stupid Mm -mm. Mm -mm. that don't Mm -mm. and lazy i'm not doing it yep thank you dion i know you're not i'm not gonna let you do it i'm not gonna let you do it um thank you for having me I'm, i'm honored um i never take anything for granted um, thank you to you all who stayed on to listen, who took some nuggets away. I, I, I came into this prayerful that that my voice, that my message would be received, and he allowed just that. So thank you all for staying on and being a part um, and, and for confirming uh, that there is a need for me. There is a need for me to be in this space and that I could potentially help um, each and every one of you, if, if it's if it's something that you need. So thank you guys for being here. Thank you guys for listening and for your time. God bless you. Amen. Thank Amen. you so much. Amen. Thank you, guys. Yep. With that said, guys, I pray uh, that you all go and you grow in love, that you be the Jesus that somebody needs to see. I know you think um, that there's a possibility that who you are, what you are, what you offer um is is irrelevant but i want you to know that even what you are doing what god has called you to i'm sure when devona started her journey she never knew how many people her life would Mm -hmm. impact um but she is living proof that even the things that you had to go through to change you are useful eight and 28 says all things are working together for our good Listen, move around. (laughs) (laughs) Amen. Amen. Move around. Amen. Move around. Mm All right, guys. Have a wonderful day. Hi, Dion. I sent you a private message with my phone number so you can send me that information. Okay. I I just sent it to Nick to to forward to (laughs) you. All right. Thank you. Yeah, you guys I, have a I, wonderful I, day. And thank you, you for today. Thank I appreciate you. you. Yes, ma'am. All right, thank guys. You. Have a great day. No problem. Thank you. We'll thank hear you, Thank you, Devona. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. You're God welcome. bless you. Thanks, Dion. Thank you. Thank you Absolutely. for that. Thank you. Thank you. God bless you. Thank have you a blessed day, everyone. God Walk bless. God bless. Have a, have a blessed day. Have a blessed bless day, everybody. Amen. All right, Dion. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye.